welcome to the Real Estate Answers Podcast, brought to you by Real Living Home Realty Group. Kevin Gunn, Director of General Brokerage, brings you all the burning questions you've been wondering about in real estate, from market trends to investor secrets. Kevin shares his experience with you. The only local conservative morning show on the Grand Strand, The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Like and follow us on Facebook. You know where everyone just loves your political views? Yeah, fun, isn't it? Talk 94.5. Nine twenty on the Liz Calloway Show. It is Monday, October fourteenth, and today we have Kevin Gunnan as we do every morning, every Monday morning around this time. Now you're a realtor and a lifestyle advisor. Yeah, that's kind of a title that uh, all of us here at Real Living take on. Uh, it, you know, that really comes from the perception that we feel like real estate agents have to be a little bit more than just you know transactional in nature, mm -hmm. um, especially so for people moving here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, part of what you're doing is trying to navigate somebody's lifestyle at the end of the day. And and really, you know, part of what we do is, if you think about it in real estate, there's a scary statistic that only 88 or 88% of people don't use the same realtor twice. Hmm. That's not true for attorneys, accountants, um, any other kind of profession. So we kind of take it head on and You'll hear us say things like, you know, we want to be that realtor for life. We want clients for life. So mm -hmm. part of that is being an advisor and, and, you know, not just picking up a check and saying, see you later, but always staying in contact. And, you know, once a year, I even like to get back with my uh, clients and just see, have, have their needs changed mm -hmm. at all? Because as we all know, people's needs, financial yeah. needs change, real estate needs change. So, uh, yeah. So we're trying to take on more of that advisory role, not to be seen as just somebody who's going to just, you know, facilitate a transaction. Now, after, let's see, I'm here six years now. So mm -hmm. about, after about four years of moving five different times, <laughs> looking for um, the, just the right place yep. to settle in, I decided uh, it was time to buy a home. And I mm -hmm. knew where I wanted to live, but more importantly, where I didn't want to live uh, for whatever reasons there mm -hmm. were. And uh, I found it to be, at that time, two years ago, much more affordable to buy a home than mm -hmm. to rent. Yes. Is that, would you find that that is an accurate Very much depiction? the case. Okay. Even, even more so now. Uh, yeah. With rates where they are, I mean, you can't, there really isn't a better time to buy. Mm -hmm. But I will also say that, you know, part of what I do is, for example, I was actually talking to somebody yesterday, a traveling nurse. And she's paying $1,200 a month, you know, for an apartment. She's like, I really want to just buy. And I was like, well, hold on. You're a traveling nurse. Right. How long are you going to be here? She's like, well, I don't know. They could move me next year. And, and I'm like, well, it really doesn't make sense for you to buy then if mm -hmm. you're not going to be here. I always say, if you don't know if you're going to be somewhere for a good three to five years, it's probably in your interest to go ahead and rent, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's not always beneficial to buy. Now, the numbers might make sense that way. But, you know, there is a certain freedom to renting. Where if you have to pack up and it's go, like a premium it's, cost to yeah, I mean freely. It, exactly. It, it's easier to get up and go. Mm -hmm. um, but when you do know, you know, I had some clients that I just put in Carolina Forest because they and they both work for Grand Strand, you know, regional, and they just both found out like, hey, we are going to be here for a while now. So then they're like, yeah, pull the trigger and go ahead and mm -hmm. buy. Right. But if you don't know that, then you really should not delve into buying unless you have aspirations of it being an investor and maybe renting it out later, but most people don't want to go that route. When you have people coming here from out of town looking to buy a home, mm -hmm. what are some of the myths that you have to bust about this area? What What are some of the preconceived notions they have when they're coming here? Well, I mean, a, a lot of people, especially where our office is, we get people that will walk in and they've just experienced, say, the market common area for the first time. 
And they're like enamored with it, and they're like, "Oh, we, that's it. We got to move here." And I'm like, "Okay, well, hold on. You've just got here. Let's let's <laughs> let's sit down and chat and peel back the onion a little bit. Like, tell me more about what you want to do. Well, we have a boat, so I need space for that, and I would like a yard. And I'm like, "Okay, hold on. You're in the wrong spot here. Yeah, you know, that's not the, that's not what are, you'll get here. We have, the the houses are very large, and the property is very very small. small. So you have to like that lifestyle." Um, you know, and they ended up actually going into Surfside, which made more sense. Right. I was like, you got a boat, you know, you don't want to have to pay to close. store it. And it's still close to everything. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think that, you know, traffic is obviously a concern to a lot of people that they, they hear about it. But then again, once they experience it, especially where they're coming from, it's nothing compared to D.C. <laughs> or New York. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's not that bad. Three cycles of a light. It's not traffic. Yeah. No, that's not traffic. You know, try sitting on 66 in D.C. for two hours. You know, that's that's a different story. Trying to get to lunch. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and I do have a lot of people that uh, obviously worry about hurricanes and flooding. You yes. Know? Um, so, but when I have a somebody that's interested in buying, I mean, that's the first thing you look at as, a, mm-hmm. as an agent, too, is when they start looking at areas. I did it recently. Somebody wanted land in Merle's Inlet, and he was, you know, showed it to me. And I was like, it, you know, he's like, I can't believe how cheap it is. Well, it's cheap for a reason. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you can't build on it. But uh, so, yeah, I mean, those are the things that, mo- you know, most concern people. Flooding is always on somebody's mind. Mm-hmm. Hurricanes are always on somebody's mind. But I always temper that with, like, look, no matter where you live in the country, you're going to deal with something. Right. I've been here 20 years on and off. I've only really seen two eh, storms that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in that 20 years. So, you know, you could, you know, you go out west, you're going to deal with wildfires. You go north, you're going to deal with nor'easters. So, yeah. And the the one thing about the the most recent storms that, you know, that you're referring to, it's because, People are used to the hurricanes coming on shore and like wiping out with a mm-hmm. storm surge and winds and whatever. Um, but really, what we've been seeing a lot is the river flooding. Yeah. So down in your office, I mean, you don't really deal much with that, no, but you have no. yeah. Market Common is not flood at all. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So now, um, when you're looking at when you're trying to help people decide between new construction and existing mm-hmm. construction, what are some of the concerns that come up there or guide people in that direction? Um. You know, a lot of people just uh, at first they think that they want that brand new house, right? They, it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. They, they don't want something that's you know, and they've never had a, anything brand new. Exactly. Socially. So it's it's very appealing to people, especially if you're coming from Mid Atlantic Northeast where you've lived in a house that's maybe 150 years yes. old, and then you come down here and you see nice shiny new. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the negatives that come with that a lot of times is if, as you've probably noticed these these new construction and these new builds, you don't get a lot of privacy. I mean, they are stacking them one on top of the other. Mm. And, you know, a lot of them do look the same. You know, I mean, I've been in some developments where I'm like, I don't know if you go out and have a couple of drinks, how you find your house. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, but and in that instance, I think resale market, especially in places like Pauly's and Surfside, where you don't have a lot of the same looking houses are very appealing to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you don't have the HOAs in a lot of those developments there as well. And a lot of upgrades are already done. Yes. And so that's yeah. uh, very important as well. Mm-hmm. Now, if someone is looking to sell and let's say mm-hmm. they are next to a new development, um, would it be best for them to try and sell? Like, if they're in the market to sell, I mean, do you want to sell before the build starts happening, during the build, after the build? I mean, is there a better time? Because a lot of times people do go for that shiny flash. Yeah, I mean, you're going to compete with it either way. Um, whether, you know, if they've already cleared the land but haven't broke ground yet, it, it, the person that's looking at your house knows what's going on, right? And sometimes that's even less enticing because now somebody thinks, oh, God, I'm going to have, you know, construction going on, you mm-hmm. know, for the next, you know, year, year and a half. But, uh, you know, you're going to compete with it either way. I, I don't worry as much about it. I understand that the buyer is going to check out new construction versus a resale. 
all I say is let's make yours compete the best that it possibly can, um, you know, and go up against the the, the, the new construction. Uh, and you can do that. You know, there are people who don't want to go into these new developments because especially if you get into a new development early, you are dealing with construction for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look at some of these developments they are putting 700 houses in. I mean, if you have the first... If you're in the first 10, you're going to be dealing <laughs> with that for a good five that's like years. That's my nightmare. That would be my nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's true. And and uh, and sometimes it's like start and stop and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be prolonged and dust and all of that. And the creepy crawlers that have to go find a new place to yeah. live and all the trees that have to now be grown back in. And uh, so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of pluses and minuses mm-hmm. in, in both. But it, what are some of the biggest mistakes people make that you feel before putting their house on the market? The pitfalls. You you really one of the things I see in it, and this varies along the Grand Strand too, because um, when you have more mature neighborhoods, let's say Pauly's Island, Surfside, right? You know, you have to think about you have to think like the buyer is thinking today, and that's mm-hmm. what I try to transition somebody's mind to. It's not your house anymore. Once you decide to list your home, it's not your home. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it as something that you're moving on from. So we have to depersonalize it. That's one of the major things you need the to do pictures pictures and and, and not only that collections you, yeah <laughs> collections but not only that you really need to get it as simple and clean as possible uh one of the major things that people seem to be unwilling to want to change in their home is wallpaper for example you have to get it out mm. all right if, if people are looking at homes you know and i'm not talking i mean i know that there's some new age wallpapers that people are getting into now but i'm talking about stuff that's been on your walls for like 10, 15 years, it has to go. (laughs) It it will scare people right out of your house. They don't want to deal with it, even though it's a simple fix. It's all about- Sometimes it's not. (laughs) That's true. Sometimes it's not. (laughs) But, you know, I I always suggest just do the simple things that don't cost a whole lot of money. You know, Mm -hmm. painting is number one. A fresh coat of a light gray neutral paint, repaint the trim with that bright interior glossy white, makes the rooms pop. Mm -hmm. Get rid of wallpaper, you know, depersonalize it. These are the simple little things that you can do. Um, and then your landscaping, because again, you're, the first picture everybody sees is of the front of the house. Right. So if that's not entertaining to somebody's eye, they're not going to click on it and they're not going to look at the rest of the photos. So do you give, um, let's say if someone's uh, looking to move mm-hmm. in the next year or so, they're not really ready to stick that sign in the front of the house. Can they call you and get like kind of like a consultation and yeah. set up a plan to eventually? All the time. I do it all the time. Okay. And actually, I had some people, for example, that knew that they were going to list uh, coming up in November. And I went and got the photos over the summer. Oh, of the okay. front of the house yeah. because I want it to be as green as possible. Not that Perfect we have idea, a winter yeah. here per se, but it but does still, look nicer. It does look nicer, <laughs> yeah. And so, and you always have to think about those things. So, when people tell me that they're not quite ready, I still put the plan in place, you mm-hmm. know, and we'll get it going. And, and and you know, let's start doing the things we can do, you know. And then if they do have to do some upgrades or or do some uh, painting and stuff like that, you know, I just keep in touch with them and say how you know how are we doing on this. You know, I always provide vendors. I don't like my clients having to go to Home Advisor or Angie's List. Right. I got plenty of those people okay. for my clients, which is nice. So uh, yeah, yeah. That, that takes the headache out and the worry. Yeah, yeah, and that goes back to that lifestyle advisor thing too. It's one of the things that I tell all my agents to like mm-hmm. you know they shouldn't have to go especially buyers coming from out of state they don't know anybody right right so i know how aggravating it can be to have to go on those yes. websites and then trust somebody or even get them to show up mm-hmm. you know in our industry we meet so many people 
and you know we've already vetted them and there's trust through verification in there so i like to be that person that my my clients can come to and say hey i need i need a landscaper so bad now have you been seeing that there are a lot of people that are moving within the grand strand yeah 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 it's a good portion actually you're seeing Mm -hmm. a lot of people moving you know going from renting to buying um a lot of people downsizing that's a that's Hmm. a you know well that's a big trend nationally probably more so here Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a lot, a lot of my polyzonal clients, especially, they seem to be getting out of the bigger house and wanting to go down into a, a single level, one story, less mm-hmm. maintenance. Um, and then you always have your move up buyers too, the young couple that, you know, was smart and didn't overexpose themselves by buying a huge house, but what they have now is not fitting their needs. So it's time to move up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, you do see a lot of people interchanging within the grand strand. Is, is the trend, the single family home over, let's say the attached homes or the condos or the townhomes? Condos have still not quite gotten back to the pre-crash levels as far as, you know, uh, um, their value. They are creeping up higher and quicker right now than, than residential, mm-hmm. but I still see people opting for residential. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as people downsizing, a lot of people are really liking this, you know, these single level floor plans where you might be attached to another unit, but they don't mind as long as, you know, cause a lot of them are building these ones where you got the garage now too. And it's, it, it's the three, buffer. Yeah, and buffer so, yeah, exactly. Them, yeah. So it's not, you don't feel like you're right on top mm-hmm. of your neighbor. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that there's uh, Bella Vita has that, that mm-hmm. floor plan and people love that, you know. So yeah. I'm hoping that they build more of those along here because that seems to be what people really want to get to. And it's to. in that perfect price point. It is. It's the under 250, 250 to yes, 250. So, <laughs> And it's, it's golden. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, Kevin Gunn, thank you so much for joining us. And, and how can people get in touch with you over at Real Living? Uh, you can go to my website, which is reallivingmb.com, or uh, the easiest phone number we have is the office one. It's 232-0000. All right. And I also put your information up on our Facebook page as well so they can just click onto your website awesome and we'll see you next monday thank you how's that baby here he's doing well sleeping more (laughs) (laughs) which means i sleep more (laughs) that's good (laughs) that's good